0: Hey guys, welcome to this week's installment, episode 75 of the Ryan is Super Strong podcast. Um, this week is week three of Love Month from the Love City, February in Wichita, Kansas, baby. So um, <laughs> I'm, in a, I'm in a real weird mood right now. It's late. Um, it's 2 a.m. when I'm about to bounce this episode, so um, I'm running late on this week's episode. Sorry if you're one of those really early morning guys that we, uh, that's on like the East Coast. And listening to this, um, or in some other country, and going, "Why are you late?" Uh, but uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't even know if that person exists. But if it does, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, yeah, this week we have on uh, my old friend Micah Olsey. Micah and I have been friends since middle school, uh, grew up together in Wichita, Kansas, and have followed. Eerily similar paths, even though there's no reason for us to do so, <laughs> and you'll hear more about that later. Um, the cool thing is we get to feature Micah playing music from Brazil. You'll hear more about that later, um, and it's just cool. I, you know, when we did this, we were recording. We were in his basement in Wichita, and I had two microphones, and uh, we did these very quickly. And so I actually did lay down some percussion. On top of those recordings that I did, because we, when we did it, it was just him. So I did lay down some percussion on top of a couple of the tracks, but I didn't think it would be fair to overwork or do too many things because he didn't get a chance to do any multiple takes. So I just did first takes. And so what you're going to hear is me and my buddy Micah playing together basically in separate cities, um, but one take, one take Jake's. Okay. <laughs> so I hope you enjoy it. It's really an honor to get to play with my friend. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Sorry. I have to interrupt myself really quickly to, uh, before we get into the show about talking about my, my friend, Michael Olsey. I wanted to talk to you guys about uh, a past guest who, uh, who just emailed me today. It's my sister-in-law, Lisa DePiro. Um, she, uh, if you're, you might remember her from the Christmas episode, or one of the Christmas episodes about charity in 2015. And um, she emailed me today because she got selected as a part of this awesome organization called the Autism Global Project Skill Corp Team. And um, basically what it means is she's going to be traveling to Nicaragua in July to work with CIE, which is a center for individuals with autism and other developmental disabilities in Managua. So uh, she and a team are training staff and reaching out to parents of children with autism who are eager to learn from their expertise so uh, this is what she does for a living and she's an amazing person which I, it, it was definitely shown in that episode a very giggly funny episode but yeah it's a great organization and they're basically trying to spread awareness and help all over the world and this is something I know that my guest today uh, Michael Olsey would love to hear about uh, and so like I thought it would be apropos to share it as soon as I could um, basically if you want to learn more Uh, I would go to www.crowdrise.com slash Lisa DePiro. So that's L-I-S-A-D-E-P-I-R-O. And they're raising money um, and awareness. Uh, So it's an awesome organization. And you can go to that website to learn more. Um, And I highly recommend you do. And if you have some extra bones you could throw at it, uh, please do. She's an amazing person, and she always does amazing charitable things. That's why I had her on that episode where we talked about charity and like where we could give during the Christmas season and stuff. But here we are in February, the love month, and how better to sh- spread some love than to charities uh, like this one. So, um, yes. Yeah, for more information, I won't keep you any longer listening to me talk about it, but uh, check it out, www.crowdrise.com slash Lisa DePiro. And now let me get back to the long intro. <laughs> And so I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, That all being said, Micah is is a great example of someone who um, I wish I had been recording for a couple hours before we started the show. And when we stopped this show, it was like midnight. And then we continued to stay awake and talking until about five in the morning (laughs) that night, just catching up and goofing around and talking about all kinds of stuff, um, including uh, our mutual friend, Ryan Eichelberger. And the reason I bring that up Today is because last week's episode was Shiley and Ember, and I just wanted to thank everybody for so much warm feedback about last week's episode. Um, I had such a blast putting that episode together. Um, it's it, it and I and I have no qualms about saying it's my favorite episode. Of, of this podcast by far <laughs> it was it was awesome uh, to do awesome to listen to and awesome to put together and i just i uh, i'm really grateful that people listen to it and i hope that people will keep it in the back of their minds as something to use as a resource uh when they hear about people in need because uh, ryan's music really does touch people and i and uh, this week has been a, a really big um what's the word i'm looking for just a big reminder of that you know um so thank you again for listening to that, Micah, and Ryan and I were a trio. You know, we were just but like we were buddies for so long, and and uh, so like I thought it was just apropos to have Micah's episode right after uh, the the week where we had Shiloh and Ember and all of Ryan's music. So, um, so I hope you guys enjoy that and you can feel our brotherhood. We certainly had an amazing night goofing around, and uh, it was <laughs> it's just it's a pleasure to know. This human being. So I hope that you guys feel the same way after this episode. Micah is an amazing guy and uh, yet another doctor for the show. So, uh, which also makes me think about Shiley and Ember because when I, after that episode, I really thought to myself, you know, this show is actually great for kid guests, but for some reason, I just subject all of my adult friends. <laughs> <laughs> to these crazy brain games I've made up. <laughs> so um, it's funny. And Mike is another doctor who gets to deal with my insanity. So th- I hope you guys enjoy that element as well. Anyway, um, I'll, I will keep you no longer. Um, I hope you guys are having a great week and enjoying... I, I hope very much that you are enjoying these people from Wichita because they are amazing and, and they, they inform so much about who I am today. Uh, and I, I just love my hometown. So... Um, like I said, I wish this episode could go on for hours and hours because we just laughed and goofed around, and it's and he, Mike is a h- hilarious person, so you want to hang out with them and I hope you enjoy this episode. So sit back, relax, grab yourself maybe a maybe a caipirinha is the way to go. This episode we got a lot of Brazilian talk and music, so maybe a caipirinha is the is the drink of this episode. Get a caipirinha, uh, chill out, sit back, relax, and enjoy the freaking show hey 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 welcome to the ryan is super strong podcast this is ryan knutson and i am super strong today's strength level is clowns now clowns uh, uh, clowns are strong Uh, uh, like maybe maybe not the first thing one would think of when you think about strength however as we get to know my guest today i think that everyone will understand why uh, we think clowns are strong and also just i mean clowns have been around for centuries one of the oldest uh one of the oldest jobs you can do is being a clown it's second only to being a whore (laughs) it's the second there were whores and clowns it was a crazy time uh that being said um the strength level for today is clowns we'll talk more about strength of clowns as we go through this podcast It's something we often touch on um uh, today i have a guest that i'm really excited about um for so many reasons first of all he's one of my oldest friends Second of all, we we didn't even talk about this really today, since we've been hanging out for the last few hours. But we haven't hung out in years—ten years. Oh my God! He's giving me the reason I said ten years as a question is because he showed me two of his hands. Uh, He showed me two of his hands, and they had all their fingers showing and both thumbs. So he was showing me the number ten in sign language. So my guest, no, please be quiet. Uh, Until I introduce you. so the story um the story here is uh, this is a this is a man he is a scholar he's a doctor uh handsome easy on the eyes uh, a a strong taste for the brown liqueurs as i'm understanding uh a wonderful person musician talent a super talent i'll just call him a super talent this is one of my oldest friends in the world micah olsey you can talk now. Okay, great. Good evening. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much. Well, it's Ryan. not necessarily evening when, these, when people are listening. Oh, to this. Okay, it's, my bad. It could be. It's evening now for sure. It's well, good midnight.
1: morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Yeah, it's so good to be here. All of the things. Thanks for inviting me to my house <laughs> <laughs> to do this podcast. I really appreciate it. Yes,
0: yeah, so just a little background. Uh, I, am, I am traveling right now for the holidays. I'm in Wichita, my hometown, and Micah is home. He lives in Miami. He's home as well, and I said, hey, um, you don't have a choice or options. You're going to be on my podcast, and I'm going to record you doing some music, and we're going to have some fun. So this is another really cool episode featuring not only... A fun interview with a badass person, but also music from that same badass. How long have you been uh, living in Miami now?
1: I moved to Miami in 2010, so it's been eight, eight years.
0: Yeah. You speak Spanish. You speak Portuguese. You've lived in Brazil for years at one point. And you're from Kansas, like me. That's right. Why are we so in love with Latin American cultures, Brazilian especially? What I mean, what, I, what we do
1: I think there's a couple of things going on. I think in some ways it was our exploration of music. Yeah. That just took us to kind of the the strong the strongholds musically. I think there's you know, for me there's only three musical strongholds, like jazz in the States, you know, US, Brazil and Cuba. Those are like I just felt like drawn to those musically for a long time. Isn't
0: that weird to you? Do you ever think about the fact that we grew up together?
1: Like six blocks from each other's houses. Yeah. And and we we never listen to Latin music. No, no, no.
0: And then we leave. We aren't able to hang out or talk really that much. We moved to opposite coasts. Yeah.
1: And we both found, ended up doing the exact same thing in our musical explorations. Well, it's the exact same thing, but totally different. but.
0: But, but yeah, but we have such a big hearts for the same stuff. An interest, and it's interesting to me because we, you know, there's so many people that I know that are from Midwest or from, the, you know, the, that fell in love with these musics and stuff. Um, but you're the only person that I know that it's like we literally had the same. We <laughs> right. we lived at each other's homes, like we did all you know. It's crazy. It's very crazy to me. Um, so it's just cool. It's fun to talk to somebody that has such a similar life. It's literally six blocks from me, and then yeah, I mean, I mean, we spent love the same things.
1: And we grew up doing so many things together. Most of the time, we were skipping class. That's true. That's we most skipped a lot of class. I learned how to cook in your house. But
0: we also had straight A's, so
1: mm, so it worked out fine.
0: Shut up, nerds! <laughs> you know.
1: In fact, though, we had teachers that didn't paid us to not come to class. That's true. <laughs> so we had a We did. We, we had were a very disruptive. Of, we had a good. We had good times working on those things. But yeah, we. I don't think our music came into fruition. My music didn't come to flourish.
0: We played music a lot together with Ryan Eichelberger, our, our mutual friend. That's right. Uh, we, played, we played a ton of music. Uh, that was like our but life. That was all that like, was like our worship music. It was like for, for church yeah. and stuff. And, but not, I mean, we, none of us went to the same church, but we did yeah. at school and we played together. We, we, did, we led some worship at each other's churches and stuff together. And,
1: yeah, all the time. But it
0: was always like worship-based music. We never really played. Anything else? Just like, yeah, just like, I mean, well, I guess you and I were in band together, but right. that's, you know, that's different too. Um, so, so many things have happened in the past 10 years, uh, you know, and this is the first time we've seen each other
1: hung out in that
0: time. What are some of those things that happened for me? No. I mean, in general, in the world.
1: Oh, that has happened in the world.
0: Mm -hmm. Or or you?
1: So we left in 2006. That's the last time we saw each other. So we had the, the housing bubble in 2008. Yeah. We had Obama. We had the first black president. Yeah. In the United States.
0: Remember Betsy DeVos? that uh, happened yeah. i was i was always like more like betsy da dumb
1: <laughs> you know what i mean yeah that was we've had
0: betsy da vomit yeah we've that's had, what i said a lot
1: our education was already bad before she and came she's into probably the lives. biggest
0: figure that's happened since those 10 years past <laughs>
1: <laughs> really right
0: that's my viewpoint wow uh, but, uh what else has happened brexit at the time? Brexit. oh yeah brexit well we're, i guess we're talking too recent what about
1: neoliberalism like it's, it's ago, mostly seven years, you know like what about it's neoliberalism has mm. continued to expand its horizons nafta was already in the works
0: netflix came about
1: netflix was a big deal uh we also had the apple we've had many iphones we had a 10 come out and then we also had an x come out yeah didn't
0: then well isn't that the same thing?
1: Well, I don't think so. It's the same thing, and it's X.
0: And then at the big thing, they were like, this is the 10. Then everyone was arguing about everyone. They're like, no, it's X. It's not 10. I think they, they X'd it out. I don't
1: think they liked the number 10, so they just X'd it out. I don't know. Yeah.
0: I can't figure Apple out. I'm using nothing but Apple products. <laughs> but but I can't figure them out. I don't know. Um uh, do you have any weird notes in your phone? Do you keep notes in your phone? I do. I do. Do you have anything that like, when you look back, it doesn't make any sense?
1: Yeah. Like I just looked yesterday and I have just one word. Is it note just one word? Yeah. I have those two. Voluntourism. Volunteering. Instead of volunteering, it's volun- volunteering.
0: So like you're volunteering to tour around?
1: Yeah. Because it's, um, I don't know what the context was of the conversation or why, but I liked the word so much when I heard it. Because you know how uh, people on their spring breaks, they always uh, want to feel good about themselves. So they oh, go to take a trip. Oh, I But they, at the same time that they're trying to like build a house, they're also really just trying to see the ocean somewhere. Yeah. So then they end up doing volunteerism.
0: Yeah, I've done that. I've done uh,
1: that. And so I don't, uh, it was just a weird note that I just found there. It said, why is I, I'm a volunteering myself.
0: I literally have a note on my phone that just says hand soaps. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> when did I write that? Why did I write it? Why is it plural? That's what was I thinking?
1: <laughs> I it means s- nothing to me now. I have secret juice recipes that I write in my notes and come up with interesting names like um, Atomic Grapefruit mm. and um, Chick-fil-A Smoothie.
0: Chick-fil-A Smoothie? Yeah.
1: I think I, think I dream about these and then- What's the Chick-fil-A them. A Smoothie? A Chick-fil-A Smoothie is just take off the buns, okay. keep the pickle, and just blend it up with some milk. And, some, and <laughs> some lime juice. Just I would never have it. We're
0: really lucky this is not a <laughs> cooking podcast where people come for trusted recipes. <laughs> We're lucky that that's not the audience that I have. Um, uh, okay. Um, do you remember any Jewish people when we grew up? <laughs> any Jews that we
1: grew up with? Yeah. Do you remember any? <sighs> No <laughs> no. I don't either What's up with that? Where were they? I think uh, I think they knew They knew well enough To stay away from Wichita Well
0: it's weird Because we, Wichita's so diverse There's so many There's like over a million people here And then we had so many races of people you looking at me like that
1: Yeah because I'm pretty sure all the Jews Are in South Florida And New York <laughs>
0: <laughs> a lot of the L.A. Yeah, most of my students. Well, when I went up to K.U. That, like that, like that was like you know I mean we grew up reading the Bible and hearing about Judaism and Jewish people, but I never really met Jewish people. And then I then we then I went to K.U. my for my first year, and I met all kinds of Jewish people, and I was like, oh the oh Jewish people are the coolest people. You yeah, know? and I and I like I doesn't I never met very many Jewish people or any, I don't yeah. even know.
1: I mean I I mean I don't I don't remember them in high school either. Most of my most of the people I hang out with now not. Not really, most, but there's there's Jews all over my life, all over your life, <laughs> in 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 South Florida, but yeah, I don't know about in in uh, in, in. Oh yeah, I have, I mean, stuff. Jewish
0: friends are all over, there, and they're and they're awesome. I it just it's, I think about it sometimes. I'm like, where were they?
1: I really don't. I really don't remember. Isn't that interesting? Think about that. That is that is weird. We had
0: Amish people here. I don't have. I, there's like Amish people nowhere else that I've been.
1: Yeah, definitely not in South Florida.
0: So strange. Um. You know, write it. Write, you know, write in. Tweet at me at uh, Super Strong Ryan if you if you if you're from Kansas and remember Jewish people being around when we were young. Because <laughs> I, don't, you know, I it's just weird. It's just a weird thing. And now, there's so much a part of my life now. And I love. I mean, I love everybody, but like, and that's and I, I make that clear. Hopefully, every week on this podcast. But uh, <laughs> it's just interesting. It's interesting. I don't know what happened. And well, and there's so many Jewish people that love Latin music. I think that's my point. My, one of my main mentors, Michael Spiro is a Jewish person, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and I'm, and I always, I'm like, why did you fall in love with, that? like, I, I'm always curious about people that like, you don't think like, why would you love Latin music? You know? Yeah. My, like, one of my, like one, the New York yeah. Latin scene is so many Jewish people that love Latin, you know, in the LA too. <sighs> and I, so cool. I'm like, why, why do we all, what is this Latin roots thing? I'm just so curious. Well, think
1: about it. You, you have Jewish people coming over There's Some Jewish people are some of the earliest people to go to Latin America. Not wrong. Ever. Mm-hmm. Ever. And so, you know, that's, that's, that's coming Why don't you back yell ever at me one ever. more time?
0: See <laughs> <Any> what happens. <laughs> <laughs> um, toasty and crumbs. What do those words mean to you? Tell me the story that it evokes in your heart. Yeah, I so want to hear it from your point of view. Because I know, I actually know my side of the story yeah, pretty so well.
1: Toasty and crumbs was an uh, amazing clown business that we had. Um, you and I, mm-hmm. uh, when we were in high school, you came to me one time. After seeing one of the worst clowns in all of the country uh, get paid for making people cry, making children. Well mom cry.
0: my mom went to my little sisters. Oh, that wasn't
1: me. you, that was your mom. Yeah. Okay. She, I think
0: <laughs> I don't, she, don't remember what the clown's name was, but I want to say struggles. Or wrinkles or yeah. <laughs>
1: Something really <laughs> Nightmare. sad. Nightmare. Yeah. Grey.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Monocolor.
1: <laughs> And uh, your mom came home and said, man, that was the worst thing ever. Why don't you become a clown? You could actually make people happy and get paid for it. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, you proposed the idea. And uh, And I have all the clown costumes right here. Do
0: you? Yeah. Well, not mine. I have mine in L.A. Right here.
1: There it is. There's the wig. Got my whole outfit. Maybe I'll take a little pic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I do
0: post pics up on uh, Instagram and Twitter and all that. So this is good. That's a good pick. Smile like a clown.
1: <laughs> yeah, basically, when when that anytime, was like a
0: flashback when I just looked at you in that in that uh in that wig, I was like, "Whoa!"
1: We weren't, you know, jipping jippin', c- cutting class. Dude, we spent or...
0: all that time in this very room because we're yeah. sitting at the ping pong table right now. Yeah, this is where and we, we used to, to sit it. here and plan, practice our and crumbs things. Jeez,
1: we did magic tricks. We did magical balloon animals.
0: You wrote a unicycle. We had so much like slapstick comedy. We wrote that. Bi- remember that big book that we, made when we told, told oh, I stories. Forgot from about it. the big book and
1: I the gun that shot out flags. Yep. We had so much, It was fun, man. We used to go around town and uh, and I don't know what we do did. do. You remember
0: when that when the Clown Guild of Wichita emailed me the, all those threatening emails? Do you remember that? Part? No. What happened? <laughs> do you not remember that? No. It was the best part of that whole thing. Was that we were stealing so much money from from the clown business in Wichita because we were young trustworthy kids that uh, moms liked to hire to be around their <laughs> children. Not saying that all clowns are really, really creepy 40-year-olds. But, but most of them are. They are, and they should all stop that yeah. <laughs> right away. But uh, we got so much business. We were taking so much business. And so that's when the guild emailed me and said, Hey, Ryan, you know, Ryan of Toasty and Chromes of Clowns, like, got your email. Uh, so excited uh, to, to see you on the scene. You just need to pay us a fee to be part of the guild, and then we'll, we'll provide you gigs. We'll take a cut for it. And I just wrote back like, "No, we're good. Yeah, we're getting gigs, <laughs> getting tons of gigs. We're doing like three parties on a Saturday." <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, "You have to join the guild. You cannot be a cl-. like clowning is a you know long long you know one of the longest lasting jobs, second only to <laughs> horrorism." <laughs> I don't think they said that to me, but I imagined it. Um, uh... <laughs> But it was crazy though I, I, And uh, I, it was so funny to me But I was just like Look you know We're we're seniors in high school now At the point that we were Kind of getting like A lot of work done right. And I was just like We're gonna We're we're, you know Mike is going to Belmont I'm going to KU We're not gonna be A problem for long Like just chill out You know <laughs> And he was like huh? <laughs> He honked his little nose at me <laughs> 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 uh <laughs> What's better, Cuban or Brazilians? People? Sure, yeah. What is it? I, I s- want you to rate people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to think I've come out really racist in this episode. <laughs> yeah. I'm asking questions about things. Maybe don't answer that question. It's offensive. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, skip that one. This Jewish thing, you know, <laughs> Latin American thing. And we're all from Wichita. Okay, rum or nah? Rum. That's good. Uh, do you feel bad for Christmas trees? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no, <laughs> Whoa, that really colors my opinion of you, actually. They
1: have a great life up until their death. Just one bad day? Yeah.
0: You know, people say that about, like, you know, cows that are raised well, our pigs, you know, it's like they have one right. bad day, you know, right. just the day that they get killed. And right. They don't know what happens with them. But the, but the Christmas tree is alive for a while. You keep it alive.
1: Oh, that's a good point. You so dress it's it up in, in pain clothes. <laughs> and, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and make it perform for you. And then it's like, it's like dripping its sap. And it's, yeah, it's like. Now I kind of do feel a little bit sorry,
0: isn't it sad? Yeah. Um. I mean, I love a Christmas tree, and I'm guilty of it too. You know, my girlfriend and I have a nice Christmas tree. Well, it's not. It's pretty dry. We got it really early because we're both going to be gone for. Well, Christmas. I would
1: like to say that I've never purchased a Christmas tree or cut one down. This shit, that's a lie. I cut one down when I was in high school.
0: Yeah, you have a. You guys have a Christmas tree on your. Yeah, but that's right. Huh.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point.
0: Uh, like I was just in your living room with your parents. <laughs> we were playing music for like two hours <laughs> and drinking with them, and they had a nice big Christmas tree right there. We were lo- yes. It was. It was watching us. Screaming for help, like, <laughs> "Kill me, <laughs> just burn me
1: in <laughs> this, in this tonight."
3: The big book of
1: there stories. It is. <laughs> the big book of stories. Did it had, have, I didn't know where it <laughs> was. I gotta take a picture of that now.
2: <laughs>
0: wait, oh, wait,
1: did it had nothing in it though? It had one story that we taped to do it.
0: <laughs> That's clearly glue-sticked. Um, ah, I, th-
1: well, I like how you wrote props in here to remind yourself that we needed a comb and scissors to tell. Well, the yeah, story. I remember.
0: So the thing was, I remember like we were like we're gonna write out a bunch of stories and and like and so I'll fill this whole book up with stories. Oh. But then we just started improvising stories <laughs> you remember, like, and just making them up at the parties and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and just we used that story a couple times. <laughs> And then just moved right up. Here, t- can you point that at me so I can take a picture of it open with how many stories are in it? <laughs> it's really embarrassing. Oh, like this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, show me the stories. <laughs> that's great. That's really good.
1: <laughs> Hello, but
0: yeah, we just started improvising stories. But that's, uh, you know, that was fun. That was the fun of it. Um, okay, so um, I've asked you enough questions for now. The, what, what, the, the segment that we go into after questions is a little something that we call the compliment corner. Okay. The beasts of the forest can be mean and make your day gloomy. To make the world a better place, Ryan welcomes his friends to a magical space called... The Compliment Corner. In Compliment Corner, what happens is, um... It's a time... You know, the world is hard enough. Can I get an amen on that? Amen. Amen. <laughs> I've never asked where I've been before, but that's great. Um, The world's hard enough. You know, people are rude. People are mean. Uh, Days are hard. You wake up, you get older, your bones start feeling achy. You know, things are hard and it's nice to just have a moment with a friend and just be nice to each other. Just say something nice. Right. And there's nothing wrong with two men sitting in the basement alone (laughs) past midnight and drinking and just saying nice (laughs) things about each other for a while.
2: (laughs) There's nothing wrong.
0: So I like to do this. This is called compliment corner. So what's going to happen is I'm going to look you in the eye. I'm going to say a compliment to you. Okay. I'm going to mean it. Okay. You're going to flip it right back, say a compliment to me, and that'll be a compliment corner. Does that make sense? Just one time? Yep. Just one time. Okay, great. Just one nice compliment. Great. You can go You can go long, short, silly, serious, whatever you want. Cool? Right. Okay. Um, I There's so many compliments I have for you, dude. You've been one of my oldest friends forever. Uh Over the past few months, especially, we've been keeping in better touch. It's been really meaningful. That being said, uh, I think what I'll focus on today is what I'm really excited about, which is just listening to you play music. We've we've never, I mean, we've never played real awesome music together in our lives, and we got together tonight and we're just playing music that we've learned separately, and then got to just like jam and play these tunes that we both knew. And it meant a lot to me. It was so much fun, dude. And you you sound great. You sound so awesome. And I'm proud of you for learning all this stuff. You're bilingual now. It's just insane, dude. It's awesome. I'm so proud that you're my brother, my one of my oldest friends. And I get to spend time with you. Thanks, you God. Go. Thanks yeah.
1: so much. Um I don't know if I go like really deep or just like make fun of you or something. Just, it's fine. <laughs> Whatever you want to do. Um is everything here gonna go on the podcast or yep, you cut everything. Everything. Even if you say, you
0: know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Certain words.
1: Well, I I wanted to say one one thing. I wanted to say off the record. but I'll say it on the record anyway. Uh-huh. Is um
0: I can delete it. Okay, thank God, thank I God.
1: I won't, but I could delete it. Is uh, is it, you know, I start I started playing. You know, I played music, um, all growing up in mm-hmm. high school, and then I I quit when I was in Belmont. I tried to I try I wanted to be a jazz major, and it didn't work out, and I felt like a failure, <laughs> and I kind of threw down the guitar for like. Six years, mm-hmm. and I didn't pick it up until I went back to Brazil. And I didn't really know how to pick it back up, and I was a lot—I was pretty intimidated because my ear was so developed at that time, right. and my finger skills were like zero. Right, right, right. And you have that frustration when you have I- your ideals mm-hmm. of your ears versus the reality of your own failures and your own shortcomings, and that's really frustrating. So and far, difficult. this is
0: the best compliment I've ever gotten. <laughs>
2: <laughs> great, man. I'm just kidding
0: keep going i just um, had to make a joke
1: <laughs> just kidding. i can't get too serious man no we can't okay i'm just kidding.
0: um but but back to your point. just but when i started
1: really. i started playing uh in in 2014 in the fall mm-hmm. so i've been playing for four years three years now three years uh in a row that is when i picked back up music and i started studying for real and uh and i wanted you to know that when i first started picking up i thought a lot about you that first semester because um, you're the person that taught me how to be committed and disciplined enough to play every day. Um, and oh. I'd never seen anyone do that with that kind of dedication. And so I thought about you a lot and you were one of my role models for picking this thing back up and for working on a daily basis with that kind of commitment, transcribing music, learning new rhythms, being committed, creating repertoires. Um, and yeah, so you've been a huge, you've been a huge influence and inspiration to me for for my own music projects.
0: Wow, man, that's a really nice thing to say. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thank you, man.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna hug okay. you. All right, all right. <laughs> thank you. Man. That's for real. That's
0: for real. Yeah, that's something. <laughs> oh, I had no idea about that. That's <laughs> that makes me feel amazing, Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. See, comment corner is so nice. <laughs> you can strike that from the record man it's too personal man. okay just say like a funny one now let's both say like a funny and just do it right. and then I'll just cut all that stuff out and <laughs> I'll, Okay, I'll just I'll, I'll start yeah um, compliment corner is let me tell you you <laughs> smell better than I remember you to smell
1: <laughs> is that a good compliment I love I love that you hold on hold on mm-hmm, take a drink first that's good oh man gargle it mm. it
0: won't burn your throat if you gargle it <laughs>
1: I think what I most liked is that I haven't heard you scat in 10 years. And <laughs> <laughs> You come back to my house and the first thing you do is start to scat jazz tunes. <laughs> And it made me feel immediately at home. It's the first oh, time I felt man. in my, I was already in my home and now I feel at home because you come in and you start to sk- get, and that's what you used to do. Yeah. And then I wasn't expecting it. I'm trying to focus and enjoy my life and do my homework. Yeah. And then the door opens and Ryan Knutson's at the door, <laughs> scatting jazz tunes. <laughs> oh my God. And then I'm at home. So thank you for that. Oh man, that is hilarious. <laughs> Could you do isotope one more time? <laughs> <laughs> right here in front for everybody. Put
3: up
0: that was a very high register that I'd just like to high.
1: announce that uh, Ryan is super strong. will be ending this year, <laughs> but it will be replaced by a new podcast. <laughs> Ryan can scat jazz. <laughs> Ryan uses stupid syllables to make <laughs> m- mouth sounds.
0: Um, okay. Well, that's been Compliment Thanks for joining me in the Compliment Corner, man. That was you're, fun. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> Okay. All right. So now that you've all been put through that ridiculous experience of listening to me sing a bunch of uh, crap, (laughs) uh, here's Micah, uh, and he's going to play three songs in this this episode now. Uh, This is the first one. It's a vocal and play along. The uh, the cool thing is when we recorded these tracks, we just did him on two mics in the basement. That's all I had for my travel setup, so it's cool that we even got to do anything. Um, but I went ahead and added some percussion to this one and the one that you're going to hear at the end of the show. Uh, the middle track is just, I just let Micah, it's, it's instrumental, I just let it just be Micah, uh, but you'll hear about that tune later. This one, um, I also, in addition to uh, all the other mistakes I've made in my life, I forgot to have him do intros of all the songs, and I remembered for the other two later on, but I forgot to get him to do this one at the end. So um, this tune, uh, from what I can remember, is a tune called tarji e itapoa i'm probably really ravaging that pronunciation but it's just it's itapoa is like a neighborhood in brazil and tarji means like in the afternoon you know so like uh, it means an afternoon in this neighborhood called itapoa okay and uh you're gonna hear micah actually pronounce these things right because he speaks spanish and portuguese and english and all these things and I'm an idiot, <laughs> so that's what you get. I'm the host, so that's what you're stuck with, okay? So uh, anyway, you know, here's the first of three songs that Micah is gonna play for you, uh, and I think you're really gonna enjoy all of them, okay? So have fun and just you know, just sit back and relax and uh, be be brought right to the the warm sandy beaches of Brazil.
3: Um velho calço de banho Um dia pra vadiar O mar que não tem tamanho O Marco íris no ar Depois na praça cai Sente preguiça no corpo no mestre de firme Tomar uma água de coco É bom Passar mata de Itapuã Não sou que é hard Tapuã, o fim do mar em Tapuã. Fala de amor em Tapuã, a salmatage in Tapuã. Não que é hard Tapuã, o fim do mar em Tapuã. Fala de amor em Tapuã. Um novo verde, um folha, gulmeta com doçura Como um cachaça de roia, e um olhar esquecido No encontro do céu e mar, vem devagar e sentindo A terra toda rodar, é bom Passa uma tarde em Itapuã ao sol que é a rádio em Itapuã Ouvindo o mar em Itapuã Falar de amor em Itapuã a uma tá de Itapuã Não sou que é de Itapuã Vou ouvindo o mar Itapuã Falar de amor Itapuã A brisa do noite traz o disque, disque macio, que brota nos coqueiras e nos espaços serenos. Sem ontem nem amanhã, dormir nos braços morenos da tarde do Tapuã. É bom passar uma tarde em Tapuã, ao som que é rádio em Tapuã. O mar em Tapuã, falar de amor em Tapuã. Passa uma tarde intapuã, ao som a matade Itapuhan, Also que é de Itapuan, O vindo mais Itapuhan Fala de amor, Itapuã, passa uma tarde intapuã, ao a matar de ao Al que é de Itapua, O vindo mais tapuan Fala de amor etapuan, passa uma tarde intapuã, ao a matar de ao Al que é de tapuan, ou vindo mais tapuan
0: Okay, so the next thing, uh, we have an ad. We always have an ad because we have real sponsors on the show. and but like the weird thing is sometimes guests bring in, uh, ads because they, they, because they're sponsored by somebody. And so Micah brought me in. I'm I'm, I'm trying to read the copy here. It's kind of scribbled It says octopus arms. Um, it says, so I'm not really, I have some copy I can read, but I mean, Micah is a user of this company. It says octopus arms for the love. Uh, Oh, sorry. What is that? Okay, for the lonely orgy enthusiast. So octopus. so it's like it looks like some kind of suit that you wear for like lo- lonely sexual times. So you feel like you're with lots of people. It's, I mean, you're a user, right? You like this company? they're, they're sponsoring the show today, which I mean, I really appreciate. I can't tell you enough how much I love this product, but I mean, just for being a sponsor and I will be trying it. Um. Uh, but Micah, you you are endorsing this company. You've been a long time endorser. Could you uh, can you explain what brought? How did you find it? Was it word of mouth?
1: <laughs> um. What was it?
2: <laughs> you can
0: just be honest You can just be honest about how much you use it What time of night, day Public, are you bringing it to the public? You know You don't have to I mean if you feel embarrassed now that we brought it you, I mean you brought it in so confidently I thought you'd be ready to talk about it for a long time Why well, poetic for a while
1: So this is uh
0: okay well that's been octopus arms thanks for sponsoring the show today (laughs) Uh, the next game we're gonna play is a game called paper rock secrets um (laughs) and paper rock secrets it's a visual game i mean you know there's nothing to you know like you and i will play it by looking by playing and looking at our hands to see who the winner is um, the thing that I, the, I this is a, something that I like to do because the podcast is not a visual medium. So I like to do visual things a lot cause it makes the listener really feel left out, <laughs> which is funny to me. And it's my show so I can do it. So paper rock secrets is we, you and I will just play a nice regular round of paper rock secrets, scissors, mm. where we go one, two, three, shoot. Okay. Um, but we will be silent. You and I will know if we, if I won, you won, or we tied? but we will not react to it, and only you and I will know that forever. It'll be a secret that we will have for the rest of time. Paper Rock Secrets. Are you ready? Yeah, let's go. Okay. One, two, three, shoot.
2: Octopus Arms!
0: (laughs) Okay, well, he ruined the game by telling us what he did, but he did do Octopus Arms, which wins. (laughs) Uh, so, it's not a secret, but it was worth it. So, that's fine. Um, the next game... Do you have your phone here? I do. Okay. So, the next game we're going to play um, is something called... You read your last
3: text. You have to.
0: And uh, read your last text, you have to. All you have to do is look at your phone, open up your text messages. I'll go first, so yeah. you don't feel like you're left out. And it cannot be from me or you, like... No, it near, just like, it, it just
1: arrived to you just at ten ten PM.
0: Okay, so I'll I'll read my last text first so you don't feel like so you know I'm not <coughs> tricking you. Right. Um and it can be to or from you, doesn't matter. Okay. Um my last text messages message says, Ha ha, yeah, just keep it. But but don't lose it, you monster.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: I'll read that. Again. Ha ha! Yeah, just keep it, but don't lose it, you monster. So I'm, I'm given up context. I won't say if I sent it or it sent to me.
1: What if my my last word is? Um, it goes like this: It was, comes come at 10 p.m. It says, "Boa noite, meu amigo. Saudade de você. Estou trabalhando muito um pouco sem tempo. Como vão as coisas?" That's it. Mm-hmm. So
0: no context. That's no, fine. No context. Hey, we're, that's fine. We, you can speak Portuguese here, and no one is okay. We won't have to, We don't have to explain it. It's just called "Read your last text." You have to. And that's it. That's the one. So that's been "Read your last text." You have to. I just did. I don't, Well, that's been the game. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, the last game we're gonna play here, uh, um, is is something called Learning by Listing Rapid Fire. Um, so in learning by listening rapid fire, what happens is I'm going to give you a topic. Okay. And I'm going to give you 30 seconds on the clock. Let me pull up my, my, my timer. Okay. Um, I'm going to give you 30 seconds on the clock and, um, I'm going to give you a topic and then you're going to list as many things as you can think of in that time. And by doing that, we're going to learn about you, you know, and the listener is going to learn about you and what you think in a short amount of time does that make sense? like are these
1: supposed to be random words single words or actually like it's just me speaking about something
0: well i mean yeah if it's if it's like a category like candy you might just list candy if it's a topic you might list you know it's just whatever comes to mind it's it's kind of like a rorschach rorschach Rorschach? is it now rob shark what's it called (laughs) rorschach 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 Rorschach. painting ink ink blots right it's like, what's this? Boobs. What's this? Butterfly with boobs. What's this? Naked lady with butterfly boobs. <laughs> you know, that's how that works. <laughs> so, that's, so this is the same exact thing, only um, uh, I'm just going to give you a topic and you're going to list things. Okay? Okay. Oops, my timer went off. My home button on my phone broke several months ago, and I have not taken it to get fixed. Okay. Very annoying. Okay. I have to put my password in every time I open my phone. <laughs> Very annoying. Okay, here we go. So you get 30 seconds. Okay? The topic... For learning by listing rapid fire is things that people do in public that make you angry. Go
1: chewing, talking, mm-hmm. listening to music out loud instead of with headphones. Mm. Um, walking mm. and arguing. <sighs> And chewing. That's, that's really Five it. That's, and uh, I'm playing with yo-yos.
0: Hmm. Okay, stop. Playing with yo-yos? Yeah. I don't think you mean that. Nah. Yeah, I didn't mean it. You said chewing
1: twice, though. Yeah. What makes
0: you so averse to chewing? I'm chewing gum right now.
1: Yeah, I think that frustrates me. Does it? Yeah. You think it does, or you know? You know I mean, it, maybe it frustra- let me know when it frustra- you know. It frustrates you know what I mean? me.
0: Oh, it does. Yeah. Now you know. Yeah.
1: A few seconds ago, you thought it might. I was trying to be diplomatic. <laughs>
0: You know, that does. What's that? <laughs> Makes an ass out of you and me. <laughs> That's that old saying. Um, so walking. So You're seeing people walk.
1: I think I just get claustrophobic. I get nervous with a lot of people around me. And especially when people are walking, when people are too close to me, bumping into me. That frustrates me. I was in the airport today for like five hours. So just, oh. just having that, just having people around me is like in my personal space, my personal bumble. bumble. In my personal bumble. It's just a little too much.
0: Okay. I wasn't going to play this game today, but I think we should because airplanes made me mad. Uh, airports made me mad. So we're going to play a little game called Get Your Dang Butt Out of My Face.
1: Get Your Damn Butt Out of My Face? Get Your Dang Butt Out of My okay, Face. Okay,
0: okay.
2: When are getting fucked by the human race, what's going to say? Get your dang butt out of my face!
0: And get your dang butt out of my face. We, it's an airing of grievances game. All right. This is not a positive game. But you, you, be you talk about something that makes you mad. And you tell it to get its dang butt out of your face. Okay. Okay. Um, I just flew here yesterday. Reminded me. And the man that was sitting next to me on my, on my flight kept on putting his leg over into my space. leg space. Yeah. And his leg, his thigh was brushing my, my thigh the whole time. And his leg was in my leg space. And it infuriates me. When people do that, and then he kept trying to look out the window, Jesus and I'm like, I bought a window seat. I'm so clo- you could look out the window. well. No, I don't even want to look out the window. That's the thing. Yeah, you I like just to want to be away it. from people. I like to have the, the thing to lean on. Yeah, I like to lean because then I feel safe, and I feel like I'm not going to lean on somebody when I fall asleep, if I fall asleep, you know. But then people are always like. And they're like sitting in the middle of the aisle and you feel bad because it's like, oh, they want to look outside and see the pretty nature or whatever, but I'm like, I'm shutting this for the right. entire flight. Stop looking over here. <sighs> so people on planes that do stupid things that make me mad. Yeah. And I think that's I think that I'm mad about something that people can relate to here. So people that do that kind of crap, get your dang butts out of my face. Yeah. Okay, now you. What's something that angers you? That- <laughs>
1: well, there's a couple things, but I think that one thing that I get angry at is that the way that advertising just kind of creeps into every single part of our lives, and I don't have any space; I can't even breathe. So, <clears throat> I went to the bathroom today in in the during the layover, and I went to go to sit down, to to drop down my drop my business. And the thing is that there's this there's this new thing <clears throat> in the in the toilet paper dispenser on top of the toilet paper dispenser. There's an air freshener.
2: Right. Air freshener. Right, right, right. And on top of the toilet paper dispenser. Like
1: yeah. And so every time it says "Is it?" Says, and then there's a sign. It's not enough to have an air freshener. They have to have a sign advertising how awesome their I don't know what the name of the company is, uh Cleanness Company. Right. And there's like a there's like a billboard on the wall of the bathroom and it says, Is it hard to wave your loved ones goodbye? Yes. But is it hard to wave your bathroom smell away? No. Wave your hand. And the bathroom smell will go away, and so and that's it. That's like this billboard sign inside the stall, and in theory, every time you wave your hand to go get toilet paper, it releases this 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 spray. But in reality, I'm sitting on the toilet, and every time I move forward, I get sprayed in the eyes <laughs> yeah. with this with this scent. Right, and I I'm like, that. move your dang spray out of my face.
0: Uh-huh. So tell it.
1: That's it. Move your dang spray well, that, out of my you face. Have
0: to say the name of the game, which is get your dang butt. Out
1: of my face. Oh, get your dang butt. Uh, advertising. Get your dang butt out of my face. Yeah.
0: See now, but say it with conviction now, like really. Get dangerous.
1: your dang butt out of my face. Perfect.
0: Perfect. And now we'll press record and go. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> okay. Well, I mean, uh, this has been a quick. This is it. Feels very quick, but we're coming to the end of our show. Okay. Um. And the thing I feel bad about is that we forgot to introduce any of those songs like we talked about.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Can you like mix and match the (laughs) podcast?
0: So what's probably going to happen is, well, first of all, let's just put a song right here. Great. You know what I mean? So let's, uh, let's call this, um, the middle song. Okay, this will right. be the. I'll, I'll put a song earlier than this. Okay. Okay, and then let's put a song right here, and then we'll end the show with a song. How does that sound? That we'll sounds fantastic. That sounds fantastic. So, this song would be the middle of the song, which was. Um, the Fe- the instrumental, Vila. The Chorinho, right? You, can you. So, say the title, talk about this song, and then I'll play it for the people.
1: <coughs> Great. So, this song is a Chorinho, which is this amazing musical genre in Brazil that, that came out in the 1920s with. Um, uh, it's kind of this mix between professional musicians and street players. So s- professional musicians from orchestras would come out after a rehearsal and they'd still have a desire to keep playing. So they'd sit on the corner, sit at a bar and play with whatever the corner percussionists were that were just playing on a matchbox or playing on a little tambourine mm-hmm. and they would just play together. And they kind of built this fusion music between kind of high and, and low, if you will, kind of musics. And they called it chorinho, which chorinho means a little a little cry or a little tear mm-hmm. So it's like it's like happy But it's a little bit sad Just a little bit of sadness there And this one is called Fechizo da Vila Vila is a <clears throat> neighborhood in, in old Rio de Janeiro This is in the 1920s And Fechizo is this kind of This word that means kind of The magic or the charm or even the witchcraft uh, Technically it means witchcraft But in, in the context it just means like Oh this is the magic of this This is the charm of this neighborhood So you can hear a little bit in this in this music A little bit of charm of old Rio de Janeiro.
0: gosh that was good
1: <laughs> oh my oh i'm feeling tinglys <laughs> thanks so much ryan i appreciate that that was a really nice shaker you had on there oh thank you man i hopefully, really hopefully i, I put shaker on yeah, there. i really i really like the trombone
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah that, that like
0: 30 minute trombone solo you inserted was just so kill just Just kill it all right, so that was that tune. And, uh, and, yeah, we'll end the show with one, too. So after I say my goodbye, we'll, we will, we'll play another one. Um, but let's talk about that in a second. The, the thing that I want to do first is plugs. Like, you have social media. Um, mm. you have, you know, you're teaching places. You're doing stuff. Is, you you want to tell people how they can find you online at all, like on social media? Or yeah, you... the
1: best thing is Instagram. Yeah. I'm at, uh, at OZM. O-E-L-Z-E-M. That's it. That's it. And you can follow me there and you can see little videos of me playing music and see where I, if you come to Miami, then you can see where I'm playing. Yeah, man. Uh, Is there a
0: place people can read your dissertations and stuff and like the things you've written? Because you've sent them to me via email.
1: Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know.
0: But, but it's like libraries and stuff. Yeah. It's in in in
1: libraries. I had, I mean, I had like a, a big piece came out in what's called the Journal of Latin American Studies. So if someone looks up the Journal of Latin American Studies, you can see one of my works that came out last February, and, and that's just, awesome, dude. Yeah. I'm
0: so proud of what, like the things that you're doing. It's just awesome, dude. Like, it's so cool. You're killing it, and uh, I love seeing that stuff. And it's and I love having different people on my podcast. I, like, it's not I have lots of musicians on the show, but we also have comedians. And we have you know, and it's and, like Clowns. you're a doctor, dude, and, and a clown. You're a fucking doctor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're an actual doctor and when you said when earlier today when you asked your friend who, to guess who was coming over tonight, she said the clown because <laughs> that's really what I've become in so many ways <laughs> as an adult um so but yeah so that's awesome I'm, so, yeah it's awesome so look up you know look I did up wanna, I do want to add
1: on that note if I can there's this um amazing this amazing samba composer that I should have played tonight but I didn't his name is um uh, Nelson Cavaquinho. mm I don't know if you've ever heard him mm-hmm. and he's like one of the greats and he helped for f- like found some of the important samba schools back in the thirties and forties and been around for a long time. And he has this amazing song called "Paliasu," uh-huh. this, which means clown. Mm-hmm. Right? And the whole song is about like a clown who's, who's has uh, suffers from unrequited love. So a like clown falls in love, but the lady doesn't fall in love back with him. And so he, uh-huh. he goes up there and cries on the stage. Right. Uh, but then the whole song is like saying, clown, don't cry on the stage because you're supposed to make us laugh. Mm-hmm. And even though you're sad, don't show that to us because you're supposed to make us laugh. And so I always thought about that. And it, like Nelson Cavaquinho sings it with such conviction mm-hmm. that I was like, how in the world can he sing the song making me believe it? Because there's no way that he's ever like been a clown or talked to a clown. And after I was listening to like the like the, you know, 30th time, it finally hit me what the song's all about. The song is all about a musician. And the whole point is that musicians are like clowns. Mm. Musicians are clowns because they have the pains, they have the suffering, they have the the frustration, they have the sadness, but they go on stage and all of us ask them to turn that into this thing that makes us laugh. And so many of us, when we want to be entertained on a weekend, we don't want to actually face our own fears and we don't want to face our own sadnesses and we don't want to admit that the entertainer has those as well. So that's the job of the performer. That's the job of the musician. Is that we're clowns. Mm-hmm. We have to hide our sadnesses and make the audience enjoy.
0: And people throw peanuts at us and toss a dance. Absolutely, we do a dance monkey, you know, and we do that. And I, I like that personally. <laughs> <laughs> I get you, man. Um, okay, so then, so uh, check out Micah. Definitely check out Micah. He's one of the best people I know. Um, I will also plug um, Chad Coleman, who did the, the art for my podcast. So, whenever you look at the album art, or the, not the album art, the, the, the cover photo for the podcast, that's Chadwick Coleman. He did that. And so, he's literally basically, I mean, I'm, he, it's a cartoonish face of, like, of mine, but he did it. So, he's the face of the podcast, in my opinion. <laughs> and then Chris Hackman did our intro and outro music, as well as several of our cues. Um, so you know, check out Chris Hagman I say these things every week Because they're such a part of the show And I love those guys They're very talented artists in LA um, Who I love very much They're very sweet gentlemen um, The last question I will ask you Micah um, Basically I think you've learned this From, from being here on the show um, Is that this is an inspirational podcast And people come here to be inspired And become better people That being said I always ask my guest At the end of the show Are you super strong? Yes. So that's great to hear and my audience is very happy to hear that. That being said, how can the how can my listeners become as strong as you? What's a nice piece of advice that you would give? It can be physical, <coughs> mental, emotional, spiritual, anything that can get them from point A to point B, of, you know, from th- this week listening to you to next week listening to somebody else. You know, just something they can take on as something that, to get them as strong as Michael Olsey over the next
1: week. The most important thing is that is this idea of facing your fears. I think we have an idea that people that are strong aren't afraid or they're fearless, but that's not true. I wake up every the morning and I'm always afraid of failure. I'm afraid of saying something stupid, of, of not doing enough, of being insufficient. Uh, and, the, and what I do in, instead of just staying in my bed under the covers, I get up and face that fear. And sometimes I fail and sometimes I succeed, but just facing it itself, that's what makes you strong.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you, Micah. No problem. Thanks, Thank Ryan. Thank you for being on the show. Um, I'm going to end the show here in a second. But before I do that, let's talk about what the third tune is. Because I, what I'm going to do here is I'm going to end the show. Okay. Really? And then if you just listen for a few seconds longer, a song will begin. And it is this song. I believe it's called Call Me On Your Cell. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's actually called Kohi You
0: yeah, call me on your cell. I'm saying it just <laughs> like you
1: are. That's that's a little bit different. Say it again. It means, call
0: Call me on your cell. <laughs> yeah. That's perfect. So uh, I'm that, hearing me, I'm hearing you. It's for,
1: it's, it's perfect. It, that's close, Ryan. It, it means uh go look at the go look at the sky. Is what it is. So uh it's a it's a old song um by Cartola, which is one of the also amazing founder of of uh, uh, Samba School Mangueira and uh he's been singing for for years. He's one of the most influential writers of Samba's in, in uh, Rio de Janeiro, and this song is a classic um, double entendre, when you, when just like any time you go up and look, look at a woman and you say, you look at a woman that's beautiful, she's walking by, and instead of talking directly to her, you say, oh my god, it is a beautiful day what a beautiful day has just come into my life. Everything was rainy until this moment passed, right? But you're talking to the girl instead of actually talking about the day, right? Mm. So that's exactly what this song is. So he says, go look at the sky, go look at the sun that just came out because she is gorgeous.
0: Hell yeah. All right, well, stay tuned after I end the show to listen to that song. But before you do that, I need to speak to one listener, and I do this every episode. Not to the same listener. I don't constantly berate one listener. <laughs> it's not—it's not my vendetta against one man or woman. But this week uh, is—I uh, have, I have someone to talk to, um, and I will start now. Look, I know that you've been listening to this to the show. You're—you're you're semi-new. You've been—you've been—you heard that the show's coming back. You've been digging back into the the archives to get inspired and figure out what's going on. But you're somebody. And I know who you are, and you know who you are. You're somebody. You're one of those guys that carves into toilet seats of public restrooms. <laughs> now you know that I'm talking about you. Now you're sure about it, and I, I and I am too. Now it's basically like I'm looking at you in the eye at this point. Stop doing that. What's wrong with you? There's no amount of anger that needs that makes you need to kneel down on a toilet and smell the poop smells and carve into it, and then you have to sit on it, and other people have to sit on. What are you doing? What's driving you to do that? Stop that. You know you need to stop that. You'll stop one day and you'll feel bad about every time you've carved into a toilet eventually. So stop. And what you need to do is dig back into the archives further. Listen to my guests. Listen to them inspire you week by week. Wash your hands of this horrible, horrible habit. Stop carving into toilets and making everybody sit on rough toilets with their clean butt. It's mean. Everyone hates that. Listen to the show, gain inspiration from Ryan is Super Strong, and maybe if you do that, maybe one day you'll be super strong, just like
2: E- mm-hmm. sentence
3: Where the real co- recording is this supposed to be quiet in this point,
0: yeah. We're gonna be quiet in real time <laughs> for how long the track takes.